Wrestling fans, there's a podcast you want to add to your podcast playlist. Wrestling with the Willies, hosted by Josh and his brothers, and they discuss all things wrestling, like WWE Extreme Rules, WWE SummerSlam, and more. You'll get the results and their reactions on all the matches you want to know more about, as well as in-depth analysis, opinions, and fallout from the events on Raw and SmackDown. Wrestling with the Willies talk about all the wrestlers you know and follow. Their matches, moves, losses, and their achievements. Add Wrestling with the Willies to your podcast playlist right now. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast, and your favorite podcast platform. Welcome, everybody, to our latest episode of Scream Creeps, where this week we're going to return to our top 35 scariest movies according to science series on the podcast where this week we're going to talk about uh number 24 which is the movie alien uh alien as everybody may know is a 1979 science fiction horror film so we're kind of on that brand right now with these science fiction movies uh but it was directed by ridley scott and written by dan o'bannon it was based on a story by O'Bannon and Ronald Shusett. It follows the crew of the commercial Shusett. Yeah. It follows the crew of the commercial space tug Nostromo, who, after coming across a mysterious derelict spaceship on an uncharted planetoid, find themselves up against an aggressive and deadly extraterrestrial set loose on the ship. We'll talk yeah. about that more. Uh, during the podcast, but the film stars Tom Skerritt, Sigourney Weaver, Veronica Cartwright, Harry Dean Stanton, John Hurt, Ian Holm, and Yafit Koto. It was produced by Gordon Carroll, David Geiler, and Walter Hill through their company Brandywine Productions and was distributed by 20th Century Fox. Say her name again. Which name? It the was the company. Character. Oh, uh. Ripley, no, no, I didn't no. even say her name yeah. character yet, or her yeah, name yet. Or, no, not, not Sigourney not. Weaver's the actor. Sigourney. You can't yeah. Sigourney. Sigourney. <laughs> it's Sigourney Weaver, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I, Sigourney I may be Weaver? pronouncing Sigourney? it wrong, but... Yeah, yeah well. Sigourney. Yeah, uh, I thought... Quit making fun of my speech here, dude. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Sigourney. Fun of me. Yeah. Guyler <laughs> uh, and Hill revised, <laughs> yeah, and and made additions to the script. Shusit was the executive producer. The alien and its accompanying artifacts were designed by the Swiss artist H.R. Geiger, which, yep. if anybody knows his work, you can really tell. While concept artists Ron Cobb and Chris Foss designed the more human settings. The movie premiered on May 25th, 1979 as the opening night of the 4th Seattle International Film Festival, presented in 70mm at midnight. It received a wide release on June 22nd and was released on September 6th in the UK. At the time of release, it was mixed with or it was met with mixed reviews on release, but it was a box office success. It made 140 $184 million at the box office. By critics, it doesn't really specify that, but oh, I would okay. assume reviews yeah, would be by critics. Before Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, so yeah, I yeah. think it was mostly yeah. critic reviews. 
Uh, it won the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects, three Saturn Awards uh, for Best Science Fiction Film, Best Direction for Ridley Scott, and Best Supporting Actress for Cartwright, which is Best interesting. But, oh, dude. Wow. Yeah. Oh, all right. As a director. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And a Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation. Mm. Since then, it's been uh, widely considered one of the greatest and most influential sci-fi and horror films of all time. In 2002, Alien was deemed culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant by the Library of Congress and was selected for preservation in the U.S. National Film Registry. In 2008, it was ranked by the American Film Institute as the seventh best film in the sci-fi genre and as the 33rd greatest film of all time. Uh, oh, I wonder Ooh, what the really nice. first six are for yeah, yeah, yeah. sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I didn't look those up, to be honest with you. Um, probably Close Encounters is one of them, I would Yeah, envision. probably. Uh, the success <laughs> of Alien spawned a media franchise, obviously, of films, novels, comic books, video games, and toys. It also was what launched... a. Sigourney Weaver's acting career, <laughs> providing her with her first lead role. The story of her character's encounters, we'll talk about that with the alien creatures, but it became a thematic and narrative, narrative core for the sequels, Aliens, uh, which was made in 1986, which we actually covered on Sci-Fi Graveyard, one of our other podcasts. Alien 3, which was made in 1992, and Alien Resurrection, which came out in 1997. And then a crossover with the Predator franchise produced Alien vs. Predator films. Uh, Alien vs. Predator in 2004 and Alien vs. Predator Requiem in 2007. A prequel series includes Prometheus, which came out in 2012, and Alien Covenant, which came out in 2017, which were both directed by Scott. And with that, we'll talk, we'll go ahead and get started, but wanted to mention uh, the next podcast we'll be doing on Sci-Fi Graveyard is actually going to be the first Predator film. So to go along with this one, yep. we'll be talking about Predator on that podcast. For so, horror months, man. Yep. So mm-hmm. with the that, we'll go ahead and get started on what, you know, our thoughts on the movie after watching it. I don't know when the last time you guys watched it before this time, but I know it, it had been a while for me. Yeah. So, but it's, it actually, it does make sense, especially with the first probably 45 minutes to an hour of the film, why it's on this list. Because I was feeling, I've seen the movie before, and I could feel my heart rate rate going up and yeah. slightly anxious. Like, uh, I felt anxiety. So it definitely, you already knew what's happening, and you still get a little rush. because well, Yeah, and I... And, and I don't want to skip ahead because we typically talk about these in stages, but I do know the one part that I really felt it was the part where Ash basically dies. Um, not, not obviously, died? yeah, when the alien comes out of his chest. That, that oh, part was Kane. Oh, that's not Ash. That oh, Kane? sorry, Kane. Yeah, Ash Kane. is the, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I said the wrong say, name. Yeah, yeah. The, John Hurt's character. Yeah, um, that whole yeah I said the wrong is, like I remember, it just always made that part. I always remember out of this movie just because it was this, and then directly, I don't remember how late or past or 
whenever Spaceballs released. Sorry, I fucked it out, bro. But whenever Spaceballs (laughs) released, where they even had that in the movie where John Hurt was in there, and then he's like, oh no, not again. And it bursts out of his chest again. And then it does the musical number. So every time, I'm like, that's the main thing that I remembered out of the movie. Like, because it's been, I think, about 10 or 15 years since I watched it last. I haven't watched it in a long, long time. So I didn't remember hardly anything. Except for, like, some of the jump scares. Yeah, and one thing I didn't point out to begin with was the budget for this movie was $11 million. And okay. and when I compare this, like I think we talked about it on the the last one we did with Poltergeist, where we talked about the budget for that one. And then you see, I think they spent the same amount on this movie, and the the sets in this movie were incredible. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and when I saw eleven million, which in today's dollars equates to forty six million, so yeah. Um, well, I, and it, I'm wondering about the special effects as far as how much of it was made done with models, like small models and everything like that, and then they had the huge sets for for uh, inside the capsules. Oh, I get but, it, but yeah, I mean, I was even talking about the planetoid part when they first. Uh, went onto the planet and they were walking around and mm-hmm. the dude fell in when Kane fell in the, that, that vastness oh, yeah. of that area that it was like, holy You're crap. They, and the then, pod room, the pod room. Yeah. Itself. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's but like, let's just, say, all right, let's go back to the beginning though, because uh, I, yeah, I know I was just talking. Guy, I mean, this is one of his, his, uh, it was his breakout film, right. That he wrote and directed and everything yeah. like that. So the story was just, Uh, amazing in itself and like you didn't get much character development there were hints and stuff but in the first act like it definitely was telling a story of how they were they were getting to the point uh of getting to the ship and whatnot and like you uh let's say with the two guys that were just asking for bonuses and they were just you knew they were just there for the money yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody, else, so it was kind of that was the only little bit of you getting to know any of the characters <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah, and the entire thing, it was just those two bickering about getting bonuses, and that's all you knew. Yeah, as far people. yeah, and far as Ridley Scott, what he had mentioned this being his breakout film, I think it's pretty much was because the first one he made was called The Duelist, which I've never heard of. But then after this, it was like when he started making all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made Blade Runner three years later. He mm-hmm. made Legend oh, yeah. in 85. He made Someone oh, yes. to Watch so Over he Me. He made Legend with Tom Cruise? Yeah. Yeah. He, oh, okay. Someone to Watch one. Over Me. Someone oh, to sorry. Watch Over Me. Black Rain. He made Thelma and Louise, which I did not realize he made that movie. Oh, I didn't think wow. that. Yeah, okay. 1492, White Squall, G.I. Jane. The one I remember that he made is Gladiator. I remember yeah. that one yeah, was yeah, like yeah. his. But but he's made all types of stuff when you look at his yeah, list. That it's crazy. That was a grand one, Gladiator. But anyway, we can. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was Go just going that. off of what you had mentioned about it being mm-hmm. his first film. but breakout, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the entire first act was all leading you to the point of them getting on the planetoid <laughs> Uh, yeah, 
thing, you know. So once they got there, that's when the story or the when the actual plot started getting getting good. So the first act was actually pretty slow. It was slow going because you weren't learning anything about anybody. And then once they get on that planet, that's when shit starts to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead, guys. So, oh, yeah, pretty much most of the uh, act one was mostly all backstory to get to the planet and then to check out the ship, which was mostly for well, what backstory the, was there. Well, that they were going to, what was it? They were supposed to make it back to their home planet and then mother recognized the a transmission or something from the planet, and that's why essentially okay, they were woken up. Two I guess weeks. you didn't mean backstory because that's not a backstory. That's just the, well, the plot uh, leading well, to was, that. Uh, yeah, I was just saying like the reasoning why they were going to the planet in yeah, the first yeah. place, especially why they woke up. I think they said two weeks early, right? Mm-hmm. Or before that's they, why they were, started, yeah. No, yeah. they were halfway through their trip. And then mother woke them up because they were getting not a distress signal. That's what they it was it some was. transmission was or signal. something that they decoded. Yeah, yeah. It was or going off every twelve seconds. Yeah. So it was it was interesting though. But yeah, anyway, watching the shit getting getting into the second act. The first act really isn't much. That's just leading them to what when they got to the planet, and then all of a sudden you, you got Kane. Just uh, being a curious little bunny to get into this egg room or the the first one where all three of them go in and then you see this huge giant uh, like alien in a well what what would you call that it's almost like a lounge chair but he was like kind of yeah it was like a the cock not the cockpit but the like cockpit. the control yeah, yeah, yeah. the control yeah, yeah, yeah. um control for the ship for the uh, ship yeah. Yeah, but the only reason I say that is because I've seen Prometheus. I know. I was just gonna say this, like (laughs) looking at it from a perspective of you don't know what the hell it is. It just looked like this thing that was just kind of glued to this seat, and it it, all it was was kind of looking like bones, and then something burst out of its chest. I want to know. I mean, side side note. I want to know how big that fucking alien was that popped out of that thing's chest. Because, I mean, oh, yeah. being human, <laughs> I guess it really doesn't matter. It, it's going to be the same size, right? Because the organism itself grows up to its full maturity regardless. Yeah, and it seems so like it grows genetics. really f- is it, is fast. Is it me or it grows fast? Was, yeah, no, that's... that was one thing I wanted to talk about. That was one yeah. of the fun. Anyway, so we're getting to the second act now. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Kane, uh, they get into that room and then Kane goes off on his, or they see a hole in the ground leading them down to the to a second level and uh uh kane gets thrown in that thing not thrown it's not like they threw him in it he, 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 was, he was talking about no no, no 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 they oh. they have a rope he's he's spurlunking in this bitch so he gets uh uh Spurlunked down. <laughs> well, he gets dropped down into the. He gets. He gets they dropped rope down. And let him down. Yeah. This huge freaking thirty feet drop down to the lower level that has a 
a crap ton of these eggs all over the place. And, of course, and that was one of the better turning. special effects that I remember oh, yeah, watching. Laser, it was like the, yeah. the holographic laser and then oh, the fog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was slick. That was definitely yeah, the, slick. Yeah, and then not only that, the eggs themselves. I mean, because when they mm-hmm. opened up and what was in them, I mean... It looked, I mean, you know, considering this was back in 79, so I was two years old when this movie came out. The special, mm-hmm. and I said it at the beginning, the, the special effects were top-notch. Because I, I don't know, like this movie, if they redid it today, I don't know how, the difference would be a lot of it would CG. be CGI. Yeah. But this was not, CG. none of it could have been, because they didn't have, they barely had computers then. I mean, yeah, and the and they weren't that powerful. I mean, our iPhones are more powerful than the computers they had back then. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's that when that egg opened up and he looked inside it and the hell, even looking at the egg from the outside, how they made it this translucent yeah. looking thing to where you can see oh, inside of it. Yeah, like, that's that what I'm talking about. I mean, like, yeah, like it was yeah, like, I mean whoa, the whole, yeah, the whole yeah, thing, and that's what. Was, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. No, like, go ahead, Josh. And that's one thing that I don't think that they did in the other movies was just how the how transparent they showed the egg was when when he was looking at it. He was like, "Ooh!" and you could see the face hugger, which I don't think they ever like said it. It was a face hugger the whole series. I don't think. Maybe no, I think an that's alien. probably just what people I named it. I think what that's people what named people named it. Yeah. Named it. yeah. Yeah, because that's what so, it like, did. <laughs> yeah, you generally look at it, and like uh, all the other movies, I don't think that they made it like look like if they were staring right at it that you would that it was translucent at all. Like it would just pop out and just go on your face. So I, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I would have to recheck through some of the mo- other movies, but I'm not, but I also I'm don't not know. so sure. I think that was just part of the the effect that they had for the viewer to see what was inside. I'm not so sure that he himself saw it that way because he knew an organism was inside because it might have been moving or anything like that. He's like, oh, it's alive. There's an organism in there. But I think that was mainly like you, you see how CGI is now to where they'll actually make it transparent like you're seeing through it like friggin' super, Superman. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where yeah. you see it that way but that's not how he sees it so yeah yeah i don't know i just thought that was a slick special effect oh yeah i, yeah. I totally agree though like i said it, it was amazing to me when i compare the movies that we have watched in this time frame because i even yeah. talked about star wars but honestly star wars had a lot of the space effects but besides that it was a lot of set driven stuff where the the prosthetics like for the aliens that they had or like the the other species were top notch, but they didn't have like. It wasn't like this where the entire set. I mean, and I'm not like I said. The when they went on the planet was a certain way, but then even on the ship, all the different areas they had on the ship that they were going mm-hmm. to. I think the cheapest looking spot to me was when Dallas or Tom Skerritt's character was in the air ducts and Ripley was shutting the vents off, and they were like these spinny looking. Uh, yeah. That yeah. was the cheapest looking thing to me, but other than that, um, everything else looked like what you would imagine a ship looking like. And even mm-hmm. when they design them for games and stuff today, that's what they look like. They don't. Yeah. And considering this was forty one, what is it, forty two years ago or whatever? 
44 years ago? Jesus. You know, yeah, I'm an accountant and I keep you, fucking up the math. But anyway. Especially but, if you play the game Alien Isolation. Everything looks about the same. Like, uh, unlike. Maybe uh, I think it might be a bit different because of the ship, but yeah, I think yeah, they were it's trying just to incre- fit to the but, theme. Well, yeah, I get for Alien Isolation. I'm just talking about anything else. Like, you talk about Dead Space or even like, and I know I'm digressing a little bit, but it doesn't, hasn't really changed in 44 years. So, yeah. so it's kept up mm-hmm. with the time, which you can't really say that for a lot of things. Cause I, I, we, we talked about Superman and stuff like that before where, you know, when you look at Superman back in the seventies, the very first yeah. one and how slow he flies it's and then you compare it quite to, a bit, yeah. yeah, you compare it to man of steel with the CGI. They can do so much more with that. This one, I don't think they could have done much different. I mean, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and Prometheus was kind of a good example. What they did with Prometheus and we're not really talking about that was more of the the it wasn't even the the ship aspect of the stuff looked the same in that it was the yeah. other stuff that looked more up to date i won't <laughs> spoil that because we're not talking about that movie but um but yeah i mean so anyway that was just my biggest impression of the movie now yeah it's like good. you said at the beginning though throughout this movie i could see my heart rate even though mm-hmm. this was one of the first ones we've watched where i was kind of anxious for a good amount of it yeah i think yeah. it was more anticipation because you yeah knew and that yeah, yeah. So you were anticipating it and then it, your heart rate got up just because you were anticipating mm. like yeah fight or flight mode was just about a hair there and then you the jump scare happens or whatever and then you're like oh that was a letdown yeah. so it was more like your imagination <laughs> playing with you not that yeah. they were mm-hmm. bad but it was just you how much emphasis you put into it in your brain so oh yeah. but uh yeah going, going on so the surprising part about the start of the second act and when Kane gets into the egg egg part is that immediately after the the egg unveils for the the quote unquote face hugger, like as soon as it jumps out and latches onto him, you see smoke and then they the the surprise to me was they jumped. They just completely cut from there. Yeah. And then they yeah. they went to win just they found him and took him back to the ship that was the most surprising part because it was mm-hmm. like i maybe it's because we've uh seen movies that go more in depth and everything like that and it's like that's what i wanted to an embellishment on but i guess he still wanted to keep it a mystery of what was happening because mm-hmm. the real uh well, I guess the second act hasn't really started yet. This was what's leading in because the second act yeah. really starts when. Truly, when, I when, think that the the stuff with Kane after that was really the second act when, when they're yeah, talking when the about alien, him when the alien comes quarantine out. and all that. Yeah, yeah. When I brought that like up a while ago, act, yeah. I kind of mm-hmm. skipped the whole first act no, when no, I mentioned no, that, but right, it was okay. It's from '79, man. I'm sure most people that are, if they even watch this, this will be. <laughs> well yeah it's it's the iconic scene i would say that and the mm-hmm. one that happens later i would say yeah. is what so in between that i mean it, let's just skip to that because everything else is more like oh should we let him on the ship should we not of course you shouldn't let him well on i mean ship. yeah like of course it, you ripley was the smartest person that was on the ship hands down was because how she well, was like Oh yeah, you well, don't she know was about this shit. She, she, I yeah. was just gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I think it was only really, and you find out 
and I don't know if we're there yet, but you find out why the other one didn't follow protocol. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not yeah. there yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean. So, so anyway, I mean. So, that, that was, all right. Surprise number two was when, <laughs> like, all right, the, the face hugger is on Kane for this duration of uh, figuring everything out. They're trying to test on this friggin' alien, finding out that it bleeds acid and all this other other stuff. And uh, all of a sudden, they, they go to eat. They take a break. And then all of a sudden, this face hugger is gone. Can't find it. And then, uh, so uh, Kane's laying there. Perfectly fine. He can breathe just fine. He wakes up eventually. And then everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's he's just fine. Let's not do an X-ray or an yeah. MRI yeah. or yeah. anything on yeah. this mother. Let's not do that. Let's just let's go eat. He's hungry. He just he just wants some food. Let's not give him IV in IV or nothing. Let's put him around everyone. So let's break some more rules. Yeah, and I think that might be somewhat of a plot hole with this, and that's where I was like, because they didn't want to give away other stuff that happens later. I think, and I think they would have if they would have. Yeah, like, if they would have done an X-ray, they would have done they, anything. There would yeah. have been no yeah. surprise. There would have been no nothing. Yeah. Like, well, sure, I don't think they necessarily needed to go into the, like, into the mess hall to do this. You know what I mean? It probably would have been just as shocking for them to be like all of a sudden checking his heart, and they're like, "Oh, there are two heartbeats," and he's like, "What? What?" And he's like, "Raw." Yeah. <laughs> like well, yeah. But, but how like, much of that? Well, and I don't want to because we'll talk about it later. But how much was that that they just didn't tell? Like the the science officer may have already known and just wasn't saying anything. I think True he knew that, from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. So but I mean, you didn't. At this point, we don't. Know. Yeah. But well, and that's why I'm saying that if they're the, making a bunch of dumbass decisions. Yeah. And it's like, and this is conversely, Josh. You didn't see the, what we talked about on Tuesday uh, on uh, Friday, but um, mm-hmm. that movie was brilliant in terms of. Oh yeah. She did everything that you would envision that you would do in the same situation. So mm-hmm. th- this movie was like the normal ones where they did shit. You're like, what? or at least, or at least they... what we think a woman would yeah. do in that situation. Like, of course yeah. we wouldn't yeah. react the same way, but it was like, it was a true to situation, it, which you shouldn't watch the movie, Josh. We were telling it, saying it on the podcast. Yeah. It was actually, it was, it was like Jeremy said, quite brilliant. So, uh, anyway, so we're to, where, where are we now? We're at Kane, alien. Well, yeah, yeah, we're at the Kane. Kane, yeah, popping Ooh. out of his chest. Yeah, yeah. So that I mean, that's probably one of my favorite parts. And uh, uh, yeah, what, what's his name? What's the actor's name? I forgot. John Hurt. Uh, oh, that's John Hurt. Yeah, right. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's he, why I was saying that. <laughs> for the way that he funny, acted, but... that scene was great. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You truly thought he was choking. I can tell yeah, you that, yeah, or yeah. you know, something was happening <laughs> to him because it was. I mean, he was a, he, he, yeah, the way he was convulsing and everything else. And the one, the thing that stood out in my mind is when the aliens already popped out of his chest, and he's like, because they they had a weird motorized thing. I don't know if it was somebody under the table, like twisting this pole with the alien on it or what. But like you see mm-hmm. him like turn, but then in the background is John Hurt's hands just going. His his eyes are closed, and then his hands are going. Eh. 
yeah i know wiggling like oh yeah. just kill me already like yeah and i don't know you could hear the i don't know if you guys could hear it but you could hear his heart beating in the background yeah yeah, yeah. and and i never picked that up before i picked it up tonight so in the previous times that i had watched it i don't remember hearing it yeah yeah this I mean, was the plot hole to me yeah. Because I don't know, my brain just works like that. As soon as they hit, saw the one shedding of it, you knew it, it was going to grow, but it's like, how does yeah. it go from this seven little tiny thing yeah. to 12 foot tall in like 30 minutes to an hour? It's like, yeah. Come on, that's that's a massive. But, but I, I mean, you had to keep the story moving. You yeah. Had, there was no way. Yeah. They, there was no incubation period for him to like grow yeah, and or you, well, like that. So, when you think about how fast it even grew into what it was, because you know the thing is, you don't know the span of time that the between when Kane got the face thing until it came out of him, you know, because they don't really. That's the thing about the movie is you're basing it on how long the movie was, but over well, the span I mean, of time, they, how much? If you if you think about the story itself, there was a timeline. Because they had 24 hours to to get off the planet, to repair everything to get off the planet. So, uh, what was it? Before the alien came out, uh, was it before or after? Is it, I think they were in the air. No, it was like before. The ship. No, no, no. All right. So, they got off the planet before. So, there's 24 hours. So, they had to transport him. So, I mean, there, it was a very short period of time between... That well, I guess it doesn't really say in the story, does it? No, that's because why the I was saying that period was just while they were on the planet. Was just or the planet yeah, it was just at the beginning. You don't really know like between how long he was laying on the table, because yeah, remember they I mean, said still, he was between only as for big them as to, like seven inches if, when he was. Yeah, in well, I get that, but remember, but I'm just remembering how long it would take them because Cartwright had mentioned at one point when how long it would take them to get home, and it was like ten months. <laughs> to get Shit. from where they were at to get home. So I don't know where they were at in that terms of, you know, time between when, you know, I don't think it was very long. I'm not disputing that. Uh, yeah. I, th- I the think size growth wasn't fast, they were but pretty, they were pretty pressed to find this thing to, you know what I mean? Once it happened, well, they were pressed. the, 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 like, the reason I say that, out. well, yeah, the reason I say that though, is that she said 10 months at one point in the movie, but at the end, when Sigourney takes, well, I don't want to, but when she's leaving, oh, my bad. yeah, <laughs> well, no, <laughs> when she's leaving, uh, she says something about she'll be home in six weeks when she's record, when she's saying something well, into the camera. Right, she didn't say what, well, screw it, man. We, we're, we're going to the ending real quick. So she didn't say that, uh, it would be six weeks till she got home. It would, she said, it's six weeks until I get in Federation airspace to where hopefully she gets picked up, like her yeah, signal well, true. gets picked up. True. So it's like that that could have been even longer distance. So it was just six true. weeks to travel to in, in distance to, to for communication. Yeah. So, yeah, now we can go back to where that happened. I just wanted to specify where I was <laughs> yeah. thinking time frame. <laughs> Well, I'm just, I'm just trying to explain. Yeah, that's a really the, hard. The thing, timing right? was because it really didn't. You're I'm kind of making a guess with how the characters were acting, 
they were really they were concentrating on getting this happen. So you're not going to wait weeks in between. Oh, I totally, I totally agree. Like, and that's why I was it, saying that it's just it's funky hell. Within 24 yeah. hours for me. Yeah. Uh, that's how I'm thinking of it. Well, you would envision that unless they told you something in the story, mm-hmm. which they did not do. So that's where I was, I was basing it on what I remember hearing. But yeah, again, like you said, six weeks from that point could still be eight months out from yeah. Earth. So who knows? But but yeah, I mean, after that, then it's pretty much after that thing busts out, then it's them trying to find the damn thing. Yeah, and and then them uh, they do like where they're as they split up trying to find a uh, which find is it. another trope to and me, which I have, think is funny. How it, well, it I guess you would all like die at once if you problem. didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They even kind of mentioned that the electrical thing that Harry Dean Stanton made. He said you don't want to touch that, and then he touched it on top of the the ceiling or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I don't remember them ever using it. Nope. They never so used like, it. They got. The, I remember the flamethrowers. <laughs> they had everything, but I don't think they really ever used anything. Not mm-hmm. like the thing that we talked about last week, where they used that thing every freaking minute. Yeah. Like they use the flamethrower every big time. The difference was was the organism was able to go from thing to thing, so it was still able to like get at him. But this was just one alien. They didn't want to hurt yeah. it mm-hmm. yeah. too much to where it couldn't do things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, but man, anyway, well, so I would have killed the thing the first, if I could. Who, anyway. who was the who was the first day death? After Kane, it well, was after the, Kane, it was uh, not Lord. The guy with the but hat. I it was the, the guy name. with the hat. Yeah, that said right oh, a Bert, bunch of Brett. times. It was yeah. Brett. Brett. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, the the cat guy. That whole scene was cool. The cat though. guy is the first kill, man. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah Joe's not on here. We would have like, said something to him about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't be having a cat, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out where the, all this condensation was coming from, where he w- he was in this place where all this condensation and water's coming off, and he's, like, soaking it in. He's having a good old time and then trying to find and get, get his cat. And then, bam, this is when you first it, see the alien in his full It wasn't spit from tall. the alien? Uh, no. No, no. That was because because it was water dripping spit, down first. It was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just... Uh, throwing something out there it wasn't i wasn't saying that's what it was i was <laughs> could have been that the oh. way that spit was i'm just uh, you know <laughs> you were trying to make a joke yes i was yeah yeah well, and you geez. no one picked up on it except for me yeah yeah i figured i figured <laughs> y'all y'all hear these jokes man <laughs> yep i'm a dad man dad jokes Anyway, so yeah, the first time seeing that alien, it was it was sick though. Even though we still don't think it it would have been that big that soon, yeah, it was it was still a a sight to see. But of course, for hell, H.R. Geiger is probably one of the most renowned like uh, visual crafters of our time to be honest he, he, he yeah and you can literally see yeah the entire movie you could tell who did i mean it would have surprised me if it wasn't him that did it i mean that that's yeah. where it was yeah. like 
Yeah, you just think of the the way that was the design, and you're like, oh, that's HR. That's got to be HR Geiger. If even if you had never, well, yeah, I mean, no, no, I agree thing with that. Is, like, so there, it's like, there was a video game that came out. I forgot what it was called, and sure. I was like. Score, yeah, yeah. Before I even played yeah. it, I just saw a trailer for it, and I was like, "That looks like H.R. Geiger style." And then, yep. sure enough, the the artwork and everything it was designed designed by by him. Yeah, wasn't it? Am I wrong? Or, or am heavily I right? inspired? Well, it was heavily, heavily inspired. inspired. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was thick. All right, so maybe that disproves what you were saying, but I don't know. It, no, but that's the well. What I no, it it, it kind of goes along with what I said because, like, when you see that type of stuff, that's who you think of. There's like yeah. not like so so. It would have surprised me if it wasn't like I had said before. Like if you read, oh, it wasn't. It's like what? I guess it was, it was heavily inspired by him, dude. though. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Now it wouldn't have surprised me like the other special effects would have been somebody else like the yeah. the the uh, alien eggs and stuff that wouldn't mm-hmm. have surprised me but like the set design itself you can tell was heavily inspired by yeah. him but well it was designed by him but I mean <laughs> and this is, anyway. and actually and the and the Brett kill was actually the first or the it was uh, when you were uh, not only introduced to the, the alien. But to the long alien mouth tongue chomper. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what to call that thing. Yeah, I don't either. It's like, just the inner puts, mouth. I'm sure that they probably have a tongue for it, but yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I thought it was. I didn't know if it was a tongue or just another mouth. You know, like, yeah, that's what a, it seemed like. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, creative that's, shit. Well, that's why I said, think about that dude's mind. Uh, my. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, from that standpoint, um, let's see who who died after that. Was it because there was uh, there weren't that many deaths, honestly? Dallas, because I the I Dallas, Dallas died, and the, the that was one. the whole yeah. Cause because I think they, that was the air yeah. shaft part that I was referring to yeah, earlier. Because they were trying to cut off the alien from getting around the ship. And then that was the that was kind of the part I was alluding to. If you remember in the air shaft when he sees all the spit and shit, it was kind of the same thing. That's where I, that's where I was kind of yeah. making the joke where you know he could have been uh, bathing. My in favorite the, jump scare of the, the whole movie, though, like just I mean there was the next a whole one lot of jump scares, but I mean I just really like the how he's doing the t- thing and then he's like I can't see anything. And then all of a sudden you pan the the camera around and the light hits the alien and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and all he does is reach a hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was They good. didn't even have to do much. They just knew, oh, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, That's so from that standpoint. That's one thing I like about it, yeah. Well, yeah, and, that, uh, and again, it was one of those things. Well, for him, it was like, close it off. And you knew the minute he said close off the shit, it was like, oh, he's dying. Yeah, and he was the man. Well, well, and and I and I wonder though because watching this movie, you know, back when it was made in '79, I don't know if it would have been a customary thing for Sigourney to Sigourney to be the lead. Like, I wonder how many people thought Tom Skerritt would have been like, oh yeah, at the time. You know, Mm. I'm not saying anything about that, but I think it might have been a little surprising for 
Sigourney to make it, but the way the movie went, um, it didn't surprise me, but especially when he closed off the vents, I knew he was dying though. So it was like, or not the vents, the, the doors. And he went, um, off by himself. Um, uh, the, I can tell you the dumbest person for me in the, the whole movie was Cartwright though. Was that uh, the girl? The, yeah. The one that was with Yafit Kodo. I can't think of her name in the movie. Veronica Cartwright is her, is her actor name, but she yeah. was the one that I was talking about earlier that, um, mentioned about the 10 months she's been in other stuff before or, um, oh yeah, that I remember from. But I remember uh, from certain movies, but I can't remember them offhand. I know that like, I would be like, "Oh yeah, that's where she was from." Because <clears throat> were they were they the next kill? Um, uh, Yafit so. Koto and her, yeah, because they both the surpri- happened at the same time. Because they, the uh, surprise they comes. Somebody. Oh, technically, no, it's not. It's the uh, uh, what's his name, the scientist dude. Was he before but, I mean, that? I he thought wasn't he wasn't a kid. They did stuff. Yeah, it was before that. Because okay. they, uh, because she got access to mother, knowing that Dallas okay. died. So yeah, then so... she was talking to it, and she was trying to find out the directive. So that, that part was, was the secret. next. Twi- that yeah. part was the next twist. Was uh, which and... essentially went into Act Three. Really, I would consider because it's literally saying that they just want the. This yeah, that was when it transitioned, alien, and that's all they yeah. cared about. And they didn't care about the crew at all. Yeah, and so, that, and well, and that was, I think, another surprise. Like when the not only the uh, fact that the science officer was there just to get the alien life form, right? But then you find out when they kill the dude that he's a damn yeah. robot. And I think that was the biggest surprise for me. Cause I honestly, you know, it's not like the other ones where you could tell, like, I think John hurt, wasn't he, they brought him back as a robot in the later one. I, right. I know that they have Bishop, but I don't think that was uh John hurt though. But wasn't it the same I, guy? Oh, Am I, I can't, I don't think it was the dude that does the knife thing in the aliens. Is that what you're talking about? Oh no, that's Lance Hendrickson, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, I knew so you knew. Dude. Yeah. In the in the later one, you know they, they had androids. Yeah. He's an a, he's an android, but in this one, the dude didn't even act like one until that point, really, when he started throwing her around like she was. The only difference <laughs> yeah. that, that if you've ever watched the movie that you could notice that he kind of was was the earlier scene when he's looking at the thing, he's drinking like milk looking things so like yeah but again that's that's, kind of tell that he was yeah that's because you've seen the other ones though white because that but but that's i mean you would have to watch the movie once for you to know well you don't you'd actually also have to have watched the later ones like if you see this one first you wouldn't have known you would have thought that was milk i mean not this stuff that robots drink or whatever like yeah i thought it was milk yeah so i mean but yeah, if you watched Aliens with Bishop, he drank the same stuff. And that's so it's yeah. like if you just saw this straight off, you would that wouldn't have keyed you in on the fact that that dude was a robot. 
because he didn't even do robotic type stuff. Like it wasn't even till that point when he started, like I said, throwing her into the walls. And then when he grabbed Yafet Koto a certain way on his shoulder, like he had this unusual amount of strength, but then he started doing weird movements with like his eyes and stuff. So you knew Mm -hmm. that he was not human Human. or not full. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, the way they killed him was pretty awesome. I I say when they kind of ripped the whole top part of his body off. Part of his head is just dangling. (laughs) Yeah. But, but yeah, go ahead. ahead Well, no, I was going to say who was after him. It was the two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was right after that. And that was and then that was what I was saying that woman was that was one of those horror tropes that I call it where she wouldn't move. It kind of reminds oh, me yeah. of the thing with the dude that had the fire flamethrower in his hand and would not burn the dude. Windows, yeah. I think it Windows, was. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds yeah, me of the same down. thing where she wouldn't do anything. So in, he ends up trying to save her and then they both die. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's like he could have freaking let her just I would, you know, and then, kill it. And then killed the damn thing, or at least, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. but that wouldn't have, you know, continued the storyline where, uh-huh. um, it ended up the way it was. But I mean, from that standpoint, after that, there was only the, basically that's when that. we move into act three, right? Yeah. Or would you say, different. yeah, cause well, I mean, no, yeah, we right Ripley directive part where like, she's going against him. I think that was the start of it. And then yeah. they were like mm. talking about blowing up the ship. Well, that was no, right after yeah. the yeah yeah that was right after this part, yeah. right after the two died because that's when she started running off trying well, to figure out what were, to do. They were planning on to blowing the ship. I think that's what they were doing the whole time. They were grabbing like whatever canisters that they had or something. Uh, well, that was a failsafe, but the, she didn't want to yeah. do that. That was like her last hurrah and then she decided not to and then mother wouldn't stop it whenever she started it but then tried to stop it and then um the damn thing wouldn't stop so then that's when she had to get on the escape uh pod or what i call the escape pod and and (laughs) my dog's up here but um the escape pod and that's where (laughs) uh, it gets yeah well I call it a skate pod because that's pretty much what it was, but it really doesn't matter what it was. It was sending them back home, sending her back home. Shuttle. It was a shuttle. Okay, whatever, Aaron. <laughs> it could be a shuttle. It could be an escape pod, whatever. <laughs> but, but from that standpoint, that's when we get to the finale, I would say, is when she's on the escape pod and she takes most of her clothes off to get into the – and this was what was, I wanted to point out, too, that I thought was kind of funny. You know, I talked about earlier how everything kind of looked great, like the spacesuits they had when they went on the planet and the the ship. When she got on the escape pod and she got into that other spacesuit, it looked like a samurai suit with a helmet yeah. is what I felt when Thank I you. looked at it. It was like a white samurai suit with a helmet. It just looked funny to me, uh, considering how that everything else looked. Yeah. yeah, that one suit in particular just looked kind of weird in in comparison to the rest of the movie. But, I mean, that's a nitpick, honestly, if I'm just nitpicking a freaking spacesuit. Because 
It's not like I'm an astronaut or anything. Yeah. I mean, so they can pretty much be however they want to design them. So, but, but yeah. And then ultimately at that point, you find out that the alien got off the ship and has Mm -hmm. somehow camped out in this shuttle. There we go. Yeah. Calling it what it is. Right. And, and then there was the final where she. Honestly, I couldn't. Shuttles. All right, here's a here's the part that I got weirded out. Not weirded out by, but when when she he reaches for her when they're in the shuttle and she gets freaked out. Like, why is it not moving? Why does it? Yeah, not I did. go Out for her right then. He's just chilling. Like, yeah, that's what actually yeah, that was. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah. I don't know what it was, decomp- or compressed air or something like that to push it out. Yeah, and uh, like, like a move. grappling hook to kind of push it even further because it was holding yeah. on. But, yeah, I, I agree. Well, I, no, I thought I, that was odd when when she first, like, it could have killed her right then. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it wasn't. It was just, like, lounging over on, like, the her bed or something. I don't know what it was sitting oh, yeah, on. But it was inside the girder or something yeah. like that. It was in between the wall. Like it was, like shoved in there. I don't know. Yeah, Odd. but yeah, I would I, assume hibernated. But also, cool. same time, I don't know. It oh, it did. Anything, I yeah. mean, you know, I, I I showed off stuff. You know, I'm doing these model builds at home. They just released. You could build a xenomorph. It's like a four foot oh. one. <laughs> it's like oh, <laughs> dude. Yeah, of the the models that I'm doing, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm like, I don't know if I want one of those, not a four foot one sitting in my house. My kids yeah. wanted me to do the Terminator one though, the exoskeleton that, but they quit making oh, that one. That but, one would be cool. But yeah, but, but yeah, they just released the alien one. So I just thought okay, I'd uh, mention right, that. So after, after the climax, you already said it, she, she opens the door to the, the, the she latches herself into the, the seat and then opens the airlock to where it gets pulled out and then shoots a gun yep. at it. Hell, the, my favorite part was when it got trapped behind the the engine and she just engine? turned that bitch yeah. yeah, I was like, yep. I was like yeah, get it. Get it, yep. get it. But it's, uh, alright. But after the climax and everything like that, great movie for one, but yeah, out in the franchise, which one is y'all's favorite? Aliens, hands down. Hands down, that's my favorite one. The, so honestly, two. yeah, number yeah. two, yeah. Honestly, my have you guys seen Alien Covenant yet? I, yeah, I've I've already watched it. I that was my favorite people, one. See, a lot of people I, hate that one. Like, I have that, to and that's what I've it, heard. But, yeah, Prometheus was the Prometheus it, was good too, it. especially if you've seen this one because it kind of. Mm-hmm. Like Aaron kind of mentioned it before, was the I said that like I I really liked Prometheus when it came out. Mm-hmm. It was over the a little over the top, but like her having to cut the alien baby out of herself and all this stuff. Ooh, rough man. Yeah, it's rough. But in like terms of she's amazing. But in, yeah, but in terms of this one. It was proper in starting the franchise. I would say oh, overall the sure. movie that I liked the most was Alien Covenant just because of the alien aspect in that movie because it was pretty much just solely pretty much about them. It's almost like if you've seen Predators, it's kind of yeah. along the yeah. same 
line as predators is for the predator the itself yeah as alien covenant is for the aliens themselves mm-hmm. that's just my opinion but i mean yeah, it's, i'm figuring well, eventually aliens going to watch it but, yeah that's a yeah alien and yeah, then, Alien Covenant. I, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm always. I guess it was just because it was like the first one I really watched. It was Alien Resurrection. I, I mean, I one. do really like. Uh, I really do love Alien Resurrection, though. I'd have to rewatch that one. I honestly don't yeah, remember. Oh, it's so, so good. It's, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> Winona Ryder as the android, and then. But uh, I mean, I uh, even Ripley. Uh, uh, I even like the third one, and a lot of people don't like the third one. Like, uh, well, I haven't man, seen that one in a long time. I know yeah. we've talked about aliens on Sci-Fi Graveyard, but that opens up Alien, the other ones, to be talked about on that one. Yeah, since we've yeah. done Alien on this one, we can always. But that's up to Joe. I'm not going to yeah, hijack his podcast for. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this was a great movie. I mean, I could yeah. see out of. So we've watched what is it eleven now in this top thirty five, and yeah, this one either, yeah. to me got me the most out of the first eleven. I can tell that we've watched this one was the one I could feel my heart rate moving with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the other ones it'll, couldn't at all. Just keep ramping up the entire time. Yeah, I well, it should. I mean, that's what the whole point is. Yeah, it'll be interesting because t- uh, number twenty three is the Blair Witch Project. Uh, oh my god! So, yeah. yeah. So, like I said before, snotty nose shit on that movie. <laughs> what well, you might, but I mean, that's the point of the podcast. We, yeah. we don't necessarily <laughs> have to say good or bad, you know, good yeah. things about every movie we watch. That, that one was um, rough, bro. I yeah. remember watching but, it. Yeah, but I want. We're just going through all of them, and we <laughs> haven't know, talked about that one yet. So it's like, you know, it's well, it's a. We had talked about Audition a while back, right? And when we watched that movie, we had such different expectations going into it. And when we watched it, we were like, really? This is... <laughs> I mean, if you ever checked out the movie, Aaron, it's not that great. Even though it got a lot of you know, high reviews in terms of being scary and being a certain way. And neither me or Josh felt that way Damn. about it. But... but um. But also, so for, that'll be the next one that we do in the top 35 scariest movies. But I think Friday, or we're one? talking about doing uh, Blair Witch Project. That'll be number 23. Oh, great. And then after that is The so Witch. That'll be fun. And then uh, 22 is The Ooh, Witch. That'll be cool. And then at number 21, it's The Grudge. So, um, and then we get into the top, yeah. I've and seen, then we get I've in seen the grudge so many times. <laughs> yeah, and then we get into the top twenty. But but I think the one we're gonna talk about doing on Friday or we we're talking about Exorcist, right? The new Exorcist movie. I know we didn't uh, do it last week, but yeah. I gotta uh, check my schedule, gentlemen. Yeah. My my okay. schedule completely changed this week, so hopefully I can still make the movie for Friday night and then do okay. do something. But, uh, I mean, if otherwise, else even if out, we could do it over the weekend, like uh, we'll just have to push back the podcast. Well, we're trying a to we're bit. trying to keep to the schedule and have those out on Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's the whole thing about it. There is but, other movies that we could talk about doing. So, people, if you make it to the end of the podcast, 
uh, leave a comment of we're also looking at possibly there's a movie called totally killer that came out on Amazon prime that oh, yeah. is, is like a black back to the future type horror movie is what I've read about it. And then, mm-hmm. and then I'm not I know sure if there was anything sure. we're else. We're talking but, about Five Nights at Freddy's at the end of the month, which is on the yeah, 27th. that'll be on the twenty seventh. That's going to be but, no, a number one for me for, for the month, I think. So, I, but, I think we but, should talk about that Bookie Man movie too. Maybe, possibly, that's on Hulu. Oh, the that one that came good. out in the summer. Yeah, I think I got I saw part of the trailer. It looked like decent. But for anybody, I mean, so we'll, yeah. so, so expect on Friday, we'll either be talking about the new Exorcist Believer film, or we'll be talking about maybe the Pro- Amazon Prime totally killer movie. Mm-hmm. And then next Tuesday, it'll be Blair Witch Project for the yeah. number 23 in the top 35 scariest movies, according to science. Yeah. So, but, yeah. uh, I hope you guys enjoyed and I, didn't say my name again. I got to start doing that at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> but for, for yeah, but for Scream Creeps, I'm Jeremy. Um, uh, then I'm we got Josh. my brother Josh and my brother Aaron. Aaron my other brother Aaron, that my just waved from the same mother. Yeah, I almost wanted to do. If you got, and I'm aging myself, but do you guys remember the show uh, New Heart? No. No. It was there were two brothers named Daryl on there, and he would say, "This is my brother Daryl and my other brother." Dar-. Yeah, there was a way he would say the names that he goes, "This is my." Anyways, the way he would say it, I contemplated doing that same thing, but I would severely date myself by doing that, so I'm not going yeah. to. Yeah. So, so I'll just from this from this point forward i'll say i'm jeremy and this is my brother josh and this is my other brother aaron for all of us at scream creeps i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll see you in the next episode next time (laughs) bye-bye